Hello and welcome to the One Q podcast by Bluefoot, where we discuss what we think is the next wave of innovation for technology and businesses. This is a podcast where we ask our guests, the leaders in our company, and our amazing clients, the one burning question about the future of digital transformation. On today's show, we welcome Chris Carter. Uh, Chris, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, and what you think is cool in the world of technology today? Yeah, you bet. Hey, Ryan. So uh, my name is Chris Carter. I'm the Managing Director of Technology and Product for Blueprint. Uh, what I do is I focus on our technical strategy. I look at uh, what are the trends that are coming down the pipe from an industry perspective? What are our customers doing that we see as, as patterns and, and new directions that have made them successful? Uh, and then I also just look at uh, what we as a company do to, to best service those customers and help drive this change throughout the industry. In addition to that, I also manage our, our uh, product development process at looking at uh, creating a new and interesting ways of addressing those technology trends through products and, and new processes as well. Uh, and what I love about, about our approach at Blueprint is, is we really look at, at everything from technology to people to uh, the tools that other companies produce and, and look at that entire ecosystem and, and really analyze it uh, from the perspective of, of what drives the industry forward and what makes our customers successful. That's awesome. Yeah, Chris is right in the middle of everything that we're uh, all of our trans uh, digital transformation efforts, and and uh, so he's kind of the center of that universe. We're happy to have you on the podcast. Um, so let's let's uh, let's get into it. So um, here's the one question for today. So what do you think is uh, existing in technology today that you think will make the biggest impact on digital transformation in three years, and why? That's yeah, that's a great question. Uh, what I what I like about it is focusing on the what exists today because it's it's really easy in the technology sector to always be looking at the bleeding edge and, and what we expect to come, you know, three and five years out, and we miss what what's going on right now. Um, and I think w what you'll find is a lot of people will look at that question and, and start talking about AI and data science and machine learning. And I think those are are tremendous areas of development. We're we're doing some really incredible stuff now through. Um, you know, especially the AI uh, piece where we're looking at, at, you know, computer vision and natural language translation. But I, I think what's easy to miss and that we don't focus enough on is, is that the, the pieces in place right now that are really going to drive that change for the next three years are, are less about, um, you know, amazing algorithms and, and uh, you know, tremendous automation through AI and more about what, what's going to drive adoption. I think the, 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 opportunity for digital transformation is, is so sweeping and so broad in so many different companies, but they're getting high-centered on the adoption side of it and just how they get their workforces and their organizations and their customers to come along with them. Um, and you can, you can use, certainly use AI to address that um, or, or data science or some of the amazing predictive capabilities that we've got. But I think right now what we've seen over the last five years is really this validation of mobility and data acquisition and the fact that consumers are now equipped so much better than they ever were before to participate with businesses on a deeper level. Uh, and, and, and you see that as, as a real driver of transformation. I think a lot of companies right now, they really feel this pressure from, from their customers, uh, both you know consumer-facing companies and even business-to-business -business companies where their customers are consumers as well. They're bringing technology and expectations from that technology into the workplace with them. I mean, you think of how many people use Uber. 
uh, you know, across how many cities around the globe these days. And even just that, that change in their daily routine has introduced these, these new expectations around what technology can provide. And so they're, they're bringing those expectations to their interactions at work. And a lot of companies are really facing this, this burning desire and this burning need to address that and to, to come along with this cultural shift that we're seeing. And while a lot of you know, big data and analytics um, are driving some really incredible outcomes and possibilities, uh, a lot of companies are still struggling with that. How do, we, how do we get our organization to adopt this new mindset? How do we, how do we get people to really play well with the technology um, and, and embrace it so that we can take on things like you know, artificial intelligence operating our, our customer experience or using predictive analytics to drive supply chain decisions, things like that. Um, yeah. and, and so that's what we, we spend a lot of time is, is just working around that whole human technology interaction and, and really what mobility and that expectation from the consumer side brings to it. Yeah, it's a, that's a, it's a great point about the, the importance of the, the interaction between the technology and the human beings to really make the relevance and, and adoption stick, um, to make the success of the technology. Um, the, as far as you look at the existing technology that's out there right now and the maturity level of it, do you think the next three to five years of, of innovation is going to be driven by more by things that exist today or more by things that are going to be invented? I, I think you're going to see a bit of both. Um, we're, we're definitely seeing a tremendous acceleration in the space of, say, AI right now, where, you, where it's becoming more commoditized. The building blocks are becoming more commoditized, but the knowledge isn't there for mass adoption yet. And there's, so there's that education piece that's missing there. And so I think w what we've really seen is a maturity in, say, the mobile toolkits and mobile platforms. When you look at companies like Apple and, and Google with Android and even the third-party players, like as, as Microsoft has come in and shifted their mobile strategy to be less about delivering devices and <laughs> operating systems and more about just getting developers incredibly productive and, and making it so that, that these you know folks who want to get their ideas and vision out there don't have to have a tremendous amount of depth. They can reuse existing skill sets such as you know web developers now are, are tremendously prolific in the mobile space and driving a lot of really interesting applications through that simply because they've been enabled that way. Um, and so I think that's that's the big shift in the, the accelerator in the next few years at least is going to be driven from some of those existing platforms and, and capabilities that we're familiar with now that we're, we're maturing to that point where they just create a, you know, this kind of, uh, uh, you know, exponential curve of, of usability and opportunity. Um, but then alongside that, too, as, as the, you know, more advanced fields become more and more accessible through, like I mentioned, the, the cloud providers and, and other toolkits and just the breadth of education that's available now. I think we're going to see a real nice pairing with that. And then, you know, past that three-year window or so, we're going to see just a, 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 you know, almost unfathomable acceleration from the AI perspective as it starts to take over more and more, you know, manual processes that we do now and, and really streamline and facilitate that sharing of information. So do you think that uh, the kind of embedded AI is going to be the, the, the biggest uh, game changer going forward? 
I think so. I mean, it's and it's. I think we have to kind of channel how we look at that too, because I think when a lot of people think of AI, they're thinking of you know science fiction versions of it, where it's it's some kind of sentient thing that we're talking to, and I don't think they realize just how deeply embedded AI is into a lot of their interactions with, say, um, Amazon or Microsoft or these these big players where they're. You know, or, or even Facebook, where it's it's automatically identifying you know who's in pictures with people. And uh, uh, I, I saw this really amazing demonstration down at Spark Summit last year, where Intel had paired uh, with this nonprofit that that looks for missing children, and they created this this AI process that would help speed up the identification of what missing children look like, say you know four or five years after. Uh, you know, they disappeared, and and rather than it being its own kind of, you know, intelligence that it's going to go and find everybody on its own, uh, what it was built for was pairing with someone to look at it so it could accelerate that person's ability to identify and make decisions around how to how to go out and actually find these kids. So, it was, you know, we saw this in one, it was, a you know, an amazing space to, to have that participation in, um, but two, it's it was... This example of I think what we're going to see, where it's it's going to this acceleration isn't just going to be by, you know, some kind of Android or something on its own. It's going to be a real human human AI augmentation. It's we're going to see this as a as as not a, necessarily a full replacement of what people do, but real an augmentation of it um, and an accelerator. Cool, that's awesome. That's great. Well, anything else you want to add as we kind of wrap up? Uh, anything that the audience needs to think about that's kind of top of mind for from a from a digital transformation standpoint? Yeah, definitely. I, I think the the big thing to leave everyone with, and that I just hope people continue to, to evaluate, is is understanding the human component in this, these technological shifts, and that digital transformation is not purely technology driven. It, it has to be driven by cultural change. And a, a real willingness of, of leadership to adopt this new mindset of, you know, the world is changing faster than ever, and, and they've got to be structuring their organizations to adapt to that change, not just once, but as kind of an ever-growing process of, of uh, evolution of their companies. Um, and that's that's what you know we spend a lot of time thinking about. Awesome. That's great. Well, we thank you for your perspective and coming on the uh, podcast today on what is the next wave of innovation for everybody to be thinking about. And thank everybody for listening. All you all you listeners, thanks for listening to the One Q podcast by Blueprint, where we talk about what we think is the next wave of innovation for technology and businesses. Cool. Thanks, Ryan. Talk to you next time.